Welcome back to the Did You Know Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Carson. We have an exciting show for you here today as we get prepared for the 2021 legislative session. Uh, Today we're going to talk about uh, unemployment insurance and specifically the Unemployment Insurance Trust Fund here in Louisiana. And to do that, we have Neva Buckus, our policy analyst here. How are you doing today, Neva? I'm doing well. Good to see you in person, Jamie. Good to see you too. Got my uh, my first vaccine uh, last week. I uh, feel like we're going to get be getting back to a little bit sense of normalcy here. Um, I feel like whenever session gets here, it'll be uh, enough normal for, for all of us for a couple months. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'm one down too, and I will be two down before session. Uh, I can't wait. There we go. Well, let's dive right into it. Um, this has been in the news uh, as of late both um, at the federal level and the state level, um, and that is unemployment insurance, and as I mentioned, uh, unemployment insurance trust funds. And Neva was tasked with kind of getting caught up on this very quickly uh, last year whenever the pandemic hit. She did an incredible job. And in a previous blog, she wrote that unemployment insurance system has been a part of the social contract between companies and their workers since the Great Depression. So Neva, can you kind of just describe what's the purpose of unemployment insurance? Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great question. Um, as you mentioned, uh, unemployment insurance is is part of a social contract between employers and employees. Um, you know, these companies hire workers uh, and they make a profit because of their workers, mm-hmm. right? It's it's that labor that allows them to to make a profit uh, and to an ex- and to expand, and um, because of that, every employer uh, or, or employers with you know certain types of workers. Um, pay a certain amount of tax on uh, the first in Louisiana, $7,700 of payroll. Um, This tax averages out to about $130 per employee per year for the average employer in Louisiana. And they pay this money into what we call the Unemployment Insurance Trust Fund, which, you know, takes all of these benefits um, and and ramps up this trust fund so that when a worker uh, loses their job through no fault of their own, they have benefits to tap into. Mm -hmm that can keep them afloat uh, in between jobs, uh, which is good for workers and good for um, employers because, as you know, the term you hear at the Capitol a lot is keeping people attached to the workforce, sure. attached to the workforce. Um, and that's been used, you know, in regards to the pandemic and why people should return to work. But, you know, I think it's really important to look at that term in the context of unemployment insurance benefits as well because um, when somebody receives a meaningful unemployment benefit, when they are looking for a new job or it's a pandemic and there aren't any jobs to find until things get better, um, that benefit is what allows somebody to keep their mortgage you know, paid, to keep their car, to keep their car insurance, to keep the food on the table, to keep their cell phone bill paid. Yeah. If they lose any of those things, that person takes a step back from being connected to the workforce. You know, it's a lot easier to hire someone who has internet access and a cell phone than it is to hire someone who does not have internet access and yeah. who does not have a cell phone. So so um so that that is why unemployment insurance exists. Um, the, the, the program that we have in, in the United States, uh, is up to each state to run the program. They get okay, some so federal state, money, state level. Mm-hmm. Okay. state level program. They receive some federal money to run it, but the money in the unemployment insurance trust fund is from Louisiana businesses. Um, so before me, we wrap that up too, I'll add that yeah. our businesses pay one of the lowest taxation rates into that trust fund, uh, in the nation right now. Yeah. So. 
I would probably say, you know, about 13 months ago, the, the UI Trust Fund, it wasn't on a lot of people's radar. I think it had over a billion dollars in its coffers. Yep, um, and then COVID hit. Um, and I think it ran out of money. I mean, obviously, the, the number of people tapping into that trust fund um, increased immensely. Um, and I think uh, it, it, the, it went dry in October. Is that right? That sounds about right, yeah. Okay. So, so let me ask you, how is Louisiana's UI trust fund supposed to work? And how is it actually working in the pandemic? Yeah, so our trust fund um, and the benefits that we pay and the employer taxes that we levy uh, is based on the balance of the trust fund. Uh, I'm not sure how many states actually do it this way Mm -hmm. um, or if the majority of states do it this way. But um, basically, when the unemployment insurance trust fund is at that, you know, billion billion and a half um, dollar level, meaning the employee, you know, the economy's been good for a while. They haven't paid out a lot of benefits Mm -hmm. lately. Uh, They are right now. That's when benefits increase weekly benefits to the unemployed increase and employer taxes decrease. Okay. Um, That, you know, proved to be difficult to keep up with because the opposite happens as the trust fund drains. Um, So, in, the, in, in these triggers that increase benefits or increase employer taxes or, or decrease those things, those triggers happen when the Revenue Estimating Conference, the REC, meets and um, essentially you know validates this is how much is in the trust fund. Um, they have decided not to validate, uh, you know, I guess they that just, would be the term. They just didn't. Yeah, they, they decided to kind of kick that can down the road this year okay. um, because if they recognize the current balance of the trust fund, you know, as it was as it was approaching zero uh, last September, that means that employer taxes would have gone up and benefit levels would have gone down. So let me ask you, if 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 the state ran out of money in October, we'll say, um, in the trust fund, how have they been making these payments? Yeah, that's another really great question. Um, the federal government is letting states borrow money interest-free, Okay. Uh, I believe, until September. Uh, I think that's when most things were extended to, mm-hmm. was, was September of this year. could be potentially further, though. Um, or they might you know, extend that later on. But, um, yes, yeah, states can borrow money from the federal government interest-free to make those payments. Um, but Louisiana actually, you know, we had to borrow some money um, after it hit zero, I think a hundred, hundred twenty million dollars sounds about right. Uh, but, yeah, from but, one of the stimulus bills, right? Yeah, from <laughs> but from uh, uh, from you know late twenty twenty to now, we actually haven't borrowed any money in a few months. Okay. Um, the trust fund has been you know solvent might not be the right word because money's coming in as fast as it's going out. Um, you know, businesses pay a little bit in, and then people are getting unemployment insurance benefits. But we haven't had to borrow additional money in a few months. So so just to recap, so whenever the fund gets below a certain level, taxes on businesses go up, payments to unemployed workers go down. Yes. That didn't happen because the REC didn't recognize it. Correct. Okay. So at some point, we're still going to need to replenish the fund because that's what the, mm-hmm. the solvency tax, I believe that's what it's called. Yep. Yeah. If they would have recognized the negative balance, there are solvency taxes that then go on yeah. on businesses to try to ramp up that revenue. So if the solvency tax wasn't implemented to refill the trust fund, we have to refill it another way. And what's been coming out in the news lately is that 
um, some lawmakers and Governor Edwards' administration, they want to use part of Louisiana's uh, American Rescue Plan money. I think it's around $5 billion um, to, to, to bail out the trust fund. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that's a bad idea. I do think that's a bad idea. Tell me why. <laughs> I, I do think that's a bad idea. Um, I think I think that it's uh, ignoring the structure. It's a short-term solution, first of all. You know, it's ignoring the structural problem of the trust fund, which I'll go into in a second. Sure. But uh, in, in the immediate term, you know, those dollars, the rescue plan dollars, um, are for relief. Mm-hmm. Bailing out the trust fund today is going to do nothing for our economy now and it's going to do nothing for workers now yeah um businesses you know employer rating has been uh paused so you know the 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 layoffs that businesses had to do because of the pandemic don't affect how much they pay into the trust fund that's the usual case you know if you're an employer and you lay off a lot of people each year you're going to pay more than a business that doesn't lay off a lot of people into the trust fund your rates go up your taxes go up essentially because you have more people that are using it sure so so um but that that employer experience rating has been wait has been paused for now because a lot of business Businesses aren't laying off em- employees because they're bad businesses. They they had to to survive yeah. due to the pandemic. Um, so business taxes, even though they've had to lay off a lot of people, are still very low right now. Uh, and what happens when a state borrows money from the federal government to pay unemployment benefits? You know, we saw this after two thousand eight. Uh, the same thing happened after the Great Recession. Some states had to go into debt to the federal government. Um, there's a two year grace period, and then after two years, when the economy recovers. There will be like an additional, you know, uh, an additional tax on businesses to um, to start to pay back that debt. Okay, yeah. That's two years from now. So this would provide any immediate relief. No, it would just avoid. It would keep businesses from paying a small uh, increase in unemployment insurance taxes to pay off the debt two years from now. And I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned a small amount because. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe right now Louisiana workers have the smallest weekly benefit level. Yes, average any? weekly. The average worker in Louisiana on unemployment insurance benefits is seeing about $180, $190 a week. So whenever you talk about fixing the structural changes in, in the system, that's kind of what you're getting into, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the structural changes with the the triggers, as I mentioned before. Um, you know, the the system that it's is as currently designed is supposed to increase employer taxes and reduce benefits when things are really hard. Mm-hmm. When you know, when the trust fund has gone from 1.2 billion dollars to like a hundred million dollars, yeah. and the REC recognizes that. Um, that's, you know, solvency taxes are then implemented, rates go, you know, business, um, I'm, I'm sorry, employer benefits, employee benefits go down. Um, and obviously, like, that, the REC didn't recognize that because that system was going to fail us. You know, we have this on the books. But this is, a, this is what's supposed to happen. There was a system in place. Fund, yeah, and, and we chose not even to use that system. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, it's not, it's not working now. It's not going to work during the next recession. Um so I think we need to start looking at different triggers. You know, is the unemployment insurance trust funds balance a good indicator for the economy? You mm-hmm. know, should, or like should business taxes go up when things are really bad, when the economy is doing really bad? Um, in my opinion, when things are really good, we should be taxing businesses more and maybe lowering benefits benefits a little bit. Um, 
benefits in general need to be higher. But you mm-hmm. know, if we're looking at the system, that's when benefits could be a little uh, a little lower than when they are when things are bad. Business taxes could go up. So you keep building that reserve. So you have a trust fund of you know 1.5, 1.7 billion dollars that can pay out a meaningful benefit and not increase business taxes um, when things go south. So what I'm kind of hearing is that businesses in Louisiana pay a relatively low tax into the trust fund compared to other states. They do. Our workers who've lost their jobs through no fault of their own get the lowest weekly payout. And that this relief wouldn't be immediate to businesses; it would be felt a couple years down the road. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't provide relief to businesses. I'm seeing right a lot now. of problems with using this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't provide work relief to workers who are receiving, you know, like $180 on average from Louisiana's unemployment insurance system, plus mm-hmm. the additionals at 300, I think, from the federal yeah. government mm-hmm. right now. Um, it wouldn't provide relief to them. It wouldn't provide relief to businesses. Um, and and I. And, and it would just, you know, prevent a tax from increasing in two years. A smaller, a, a well, relatively be, small tax. I'll be honest. I think we need to get, I think we need to raise the uh, the weekly, the payouts. I think that's the, the most important thing that, that's a priority for us right now. So if we're not going to use the uh, the money from the American Rescue Plan to, um, to bail out the trust fund, in your opinion, what should we use it for? Yeah, in, in regards to unemployment insurance, I think we could use it to boost benefits right now. Good. Um, our maximum benefit is $247 a week. That is a max you could get a week if you're on unemployment insurance in the state of Louisiana. In Texas, the max is over $500. Mm-hmm. Granted, their wages are higher than us or their, you know, their income is higher than ours on average, um, but it's not twice as high. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason their max benefit should be double ours. Um, Louisiana's maximum benefit is the, I think, second or third lowest in the nation behind Mississippi and or uh, Arizona. Okay. Um, so it's incredibly low. And I think a really important thing people should consider, too, is that um, states with the uh, with workforces that have the highest percentages of black and brown people, uh, particularly disproportionately in lower wage jobs, also tend to have the lowest unemployment insurance benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When you're talking about increasing UI benefits to workers, we're also talking about equity. Um, we saw after 2008, uh, recovery post-2008, post the Great, Re- Great Recession, black and brown workers did not um, see the economic growth post-2008 during recovery that white workers saw. Uh, a lot of them were left in the dust. A lot of the recovery efforts didn't prioritize black and brown workers. Uh, they saw their wages remain stagnant. They stayed unemployed for longer periods of time. Um, basically, they haven't caught up since the Great Recession, and now we're going through it again. Uh, and we know that black and brown workers have been disproportionately laid off um, during this recession as well, during the pandemic. And they've also been disproportionately on the front lines during the pandemic. Um, but when we're not increasing benefits, you know, we're we're not allowing workers to pay their bills and we're not allowing disproportionately black and brown workers to pay their bills. I think, you know, when we're taking, we're taking into account, um, just general wealth as well. You know, we know the average white household, uh, has a net wealth of about 10 times the average black household, uh, when you're taking into account, you know, debt assets and all of those things. Um, for, you know, the average white household in Louisiana, getting by on $247 a week, 
uh, might not be feasible for everyone, but statistically might be more feasible. Yeah. You might have resources to tap into. You might have family you can borrow money from. Yeah. Um, you have you have options to help you get over that hump. Um, but I, I should also add, though, no one should have to rely on anyone else sure. to get over that hump. Yeah. Or the whole point of unemployment insurance benefits is so that you don't have to dip into your savings when you lose your job. Um, but for our black and brown workers whose net wealth is you know, quite a bit less than, than white households due to um, the legacy and, and current systemic racism, um, they likely have, on average, less assets to tap into uh, and truly have to survive off that 247. Sure. That's all they're going to get. Yeah. They might not have family that has, you know, the finances to help them out. Or maybe they have family that has the finances to help them out, but that family lost their job too. Yeah. So, you know, they, so they're not in a position to do that either. Um, so ensuring that our weekly benefit is meaningful and our weekly benefit um, is enough to help the average Louisianan get that mortgage paid get that car note paid, um, get, keep their internet and utilities on, um, th that benefit amount needs to exist in order to ensure that our workforce is prepared to, you know, get back up and running again. Are when, prepared for the next downturn. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So whenever there's another downturn and we have a system in place that we actually use it instead of not recognize it so we don't have to. Yep. Okay, well... I think I think we've made you've made a pretty compelling argument not to not to use this money to bail out the trust fund. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add on, on this? Because I know this is it's a complex topic. It's a topic that's that's really just coming into people's mm -hmm. minds in the past year. But it, but it's important because it's really you know the the difference between putting food on the table and not for many families. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've got two more uh, suggestions. I think that the rescue plan dollars could also be used for IT upgrades uh, at the Workforce Commission. Okay, yeah. um, after 2008, the Obama administration did offer states money to upgrade their systems um, because a lot of them were out of date at that point in time, too, and were overwhelmed by the Great Recession. Um, and our then-governor, Bobby Jindal, turned it down. He didn't take the federal money. So our IT systems are likely even more outdated than other states that took that money after sure, 2008. Yeah. Uh, and you saw that... The consequences of that every single day, you know, people were on the phone for two hours waiting to talk to someone. Uh, one common issue that we saw with workers was that they, you know, people who had maybe been unemployed a year or two ago, so they had an account with the Workforce Commission. Um, you know, they had a login. Their password needed to be reset, and the only way to do that was to call in. You couldn't do it online, and oh, it wouldn't, like, send you an email I to do it. I see how that could be an issue. Right, and so those kinds of issues, what happens when you can't find information? You pick up the phone and call. So, of course, wait times are two-plus hours. You know, that kind of stuff just uh, – it all compiles – um, and so I think a lot of IT upgrades, and there's some really fantastic government agencies and nonprofit agencies that actually, um, their passion is assisting state and local governments with IT system, uh, empowering them with the knowledge to make decisions about their IT system so mm -hmm. that they can make them equitable uh, and, and well-functioning. And so, you know, they're not, they know what to ask for when they're calling up Deloitte and asking them to design, you know, a new, uh, you know, a new system for their 
uh, unemployment insurance benefits sure. and, and stuff like that. They know how to communicate with those companies to, to ask for what they need. Because a lot of, I mean, I don't know anything about IT. So yeah. <laughs> in a lot of, Talking to the wrong most guy. people don't. So, um, so yeah, it's really empowering. I'd love to see them use it towards that. Um, you know, I, I mentioned that we need to use uh, rescue plan dollars to boost unemployment benefits now and maybe even pay back pay to uh, workers who were in that interim between the, the 600 and the 400 yeah. and the 300. A lot and, of ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think we could use it for that. But I think long term, we need to find a way to just boost benefits in general without the federal relief. Um, it's unacceptable to have a benefit of $180 on average weekly um, and a max of 247 Nobody can get by on a thousand less than a thousand dollars a month, um, especially if you have kids. Uh, and and yeah, we we need to support our workers and families uh, to ensure that our, our economy is you know it's continuing to move even during hard times. When benefit, we saw this with the six hundred, right? Like with the six hundred dollar boost that workers and families were getting for an ex- extended period of time. We're now seeing the repercussions of that, and that is that state budgets are better off than we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Local budgets are better off than they thought they were. Um, people had the money to pay their bills and to spend, uh, and we saw that in tax revenue. And so, um, yeah, in giving people a meaningful benefit keeps the economy moving. You know, those people spend it at their local businesses. It helps them. It's just good common sense policy. Well, I agree. It's a uh, it's a good common sense policy, and it's something that we're certainly going to be keeping an eye on um, right now and uh, the next couple of months during the legislative session. Neva, I want to thank you for coming on with us today, uh, providing your insight. Uh, I just want to tell the audience uh, we'll be planning on releasing these uh, weekly, uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday uh, each week during session and the weeks leading up. So we hope you. Uh, Take a listen. Make sure that you subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we hope you have a great day.